Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals, and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love, and success in your life today. Hi, this is Nicola Beer. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Today's topic is really, really close to my heart, and that's about how to help children going through divorce, because divorce can be a very difficult time for children as they experience many losses at once, and we're not educated in society on how to deal with grief and how to deal with loss. So I really, really am passionate about helping adults help their children through divorce as well as teenagers working directly with teenagers to help them cope with the losses and the changes, which I'll get into why in a minute. So what are the losses that children face during divorce? Well, there's the loss of expectation that the family will be together. You know, no longer will they have family holidays, Christmases, birthdays, and and other times when they all were were together. Loss of seeing one parent frequently. I know many people, when they go through a divorce, don't have 50-50 equal custody. And even if they did, they're still maybe missing on on seeing one one parent. Uh, But generally, in more cases than not, one parent has physical custody for a larger percentage of the time. So they've got that loss of seeing the parent. And it can be a real change. Uh, for, for some children. Loss of childhood, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Loss of trust. You know, if, if you've been bringing up your children and saying that love is, uh, you know, you love, love them no matter what, then how come daddy and mummy don't love each other no matter what? And so some things like that. And, and also sometimes with older children as well, particularly teenagers, they can think, was the whole marriage a lie? Do I trust what you're saying, what you're doing? I don't understand. There can also be a loss of faith in relationships, in love and in marriage. This generally happens with more older children than it does with younger children, more teenagers. They can start to think, I'm not going to get married myself, seeing my mum go through much pain or my dad get so angry. or you know, they can, they can shy away from that. Uh, loss of school or college if changes are made that can be a huge loss for children having to start all over again I mean that's difficult in any circumstances but let alone if you've got the whole divorce going on as well and generally just the loss of familiarity in and routines whether children admit it or not especially teenagers um, they need routines and they like routines and when that is thrown that can be a loss and can be make them feel quite unsafe. So, and there's also the loss of safety, and also loss of residence and or change to dual residences. That can be another loss for children, and in some cases that can be downsizing, and some cases that can be moving to a rented apartment rather than the family home if the family home is sold. So, all of these losses can can come up and be quite difficult for children. So here are some tips to help them cope with the losses. First of all, acknowledge and accept their feelings. The best thing you can do for your children and your teenagers is to acknowledge and accept their feelings. 
That means if they say they feel sad, disappointed, angry, frustrated and anxious about the future, listen and don't judge. You know, they may also be missing the other parent and let that be okay if they share with you that they are missing the other parent. So it's really about welcoming it and not trying to fix them, which brings me to my second point, which is don't try to fix them. Most parents fall into the trap of trying to fix their children's emotions during divorce. Feelings are just feelings and need to be accepted as such. Here are some examples of how not to respond. If a teenager says that they feel uh, sad or, or a child, one of the worst things you can do to them is to say to them not to feel sad. No child, or adult for that matter, should be told not to feel how they feel. Often, after a statement like, don't feel sad or don't feel bad, children usually get offered chocolate, sweets, or told they will get a new toy. This is confusing for children, as they learn from an early age to associate feeling sad with getting an emotional benefit, um, an emotional habit, emotional release. You know, feel bad, here's a cookie. Feel sad, I'll get you a toy. And that's the wrong way to fix our emotions. The way we should fix our emotions is through expressing them and dealing with them and, you know, in some cases living with them for a little while. Just in the same way, adults who are going through divorce or a breakup often get offered cigarettes, chocolate, ice cream, alcohol or taken on a retail therapy trip. And these are just distractions. They don't actually fix the feelings and the feelings are still there and the feelings still need to be dealt with. So instead, you can help children by saying that, yes, sometimes I feel sad and lonely about the divorce and the separation. And when I feel sad, I call a friend. Would you like to call or have a friend come over? Listening and accepting and offering them a coping strategy allows them to feel safe in expressing how they feel. And this is healthy in recovery after, especially after any loss after divorce. And you're also showing them that, yes, adults also have emotions and feelings, and it's natural and it's okay. I mean, obviously don't share that you feel sad if you don't feel sad. But if you do, you know, it's a, it's a really good way of showing them that it's natural what they're feeling and that they're allowed to feel what they're feeling. Another unhelpful thing to say to your teenager or your child is, that, is to be strong. Many adults going through divorce often get given the same advice. This is bad advice because it's impossible to be strong. To be strong means that you're not going to be human. I like to say you can either be human or you can be strong. And, you know, being strong implies that you must repress your emotions, which is not good for the mind or the body. You know, there's thousands of studies now that show that keeping emotions in has negative impacts on long-term health, breathing rate, heart, heart rate, stress, and, and lots of other problems. So do keep as much routine as possible. That's, that's really important, which I mentioned that, so that, that's really, really helpful. Do also help them to understand divorce. It's important that children are kept out of the adult problems when it comes to divorce. Details of infidelity and sexual incompatibility should never, ever be shared. 
Now, I've spoken to teenagers where they've been told, oh, mummy or daddy sleeps around, or mummy and daddy is addicted to something. And that's just so painful for children to hear. So they don't need to know any explicit details, but they do need to understand an overview of, of what happened. So telling them that perhaps you fell out of love, or that you have different interests, or you want to be in different places, it can just calm anxiety, especially if the children are going through the loss of faith in relationships and in marriage and, and things like that, and love. So do allow them their childhood. The loss of childhood is common among children, especially teenagers, where they try to support their parent by taking over extra household and family responsibilities. If teenagers have younger children, they often feel responsible for helping them and may also be concerned about whether they need to be contributing financially. If children are left to take on too many extra responsibilities, they can sometimes stop fantasizing about their own future and instead worry about their parents' emotional distress and well-being. And sometimes you hear where teenagers in particular, or even sometimes children as, as young as nine, eight and nine, end up being surrogate partners, end up sitting there watching TV with them, cuddling them, telling them it's going to be okay, doing things for them. Um, you know, I've worked with some parents when they've started with me that they can't get out of bed. And their children see that they, they don't have the will to get out of bed. And it's really important if you're suffering to really get help for yourself. Get help for yourself so that you can be stronger and better equipped to help children. Educate yourself on helping children and yourself deal with the grief and loss that divorce brings. Another area that is really important to support them is through college, exams, schools and homework. Often changes in home can disrupt school performance. Consistency when it comes to homework, school parents evening, school activities is really important. Some children can lose focus and helping them refocus is critical. In fact, one of the topics that I work with parents and teenagers the most on through divorce is helping teenagers and adults and, and adult children improve their grades. And I do this with them through working out why they're doing what they're doing, why they're studying, what's their long-term goal, what's their career. Sometimes I do a Myers-Briggs personality assessment with teenagers and help them get focused on what they're passionate about, what they want their career to be, or what they want their, their hobbies to be. And this can be really motivating and inspiring and just help them to feel, yes, I'm going on a path, yes, I'm going to get what I want. So that, that's really important. It's also helpful because if you're getting them to focus on the future, then they're not focusing on the present difficulties as well. And adolescents and teenagers also you know, benefit through, from releasing any oppressed, repressed feelings, just like adults do. So sometimes we'll do a bit of healing work, a bit of forgiveness work, and just processing and letting go of any unwanted negative emotions. And so I just want to share with you why this topic is so important to me today, because I really, really do feel passionate about it, and that's why I'm so honoured that you're listening here with me. Well, the reason is because I grew up with a lot of repressed anger. After my parents divorced at age 13, my father moved a few hours away 
and we went from seeing him daily to once every five weeks or so, and we didn't speak on the phone in between either. My mother had a breakdown and became verbally, sometimes physically abusive. It was like I lost two parents overnight. Not wanting to distance my dad further or aggravate my mother more and face the repercussions of her anger, I had no choice but to repress this anger and all of my sadness and other feelings. There was no one to talk to and I felt desperately lonely. Everyone around me kept telling me to be strong for your younger brothers and sisters. I was told that I shouldn't feel sad and that I should in fact consider myself lucky that I had my dad living with me longer than my other siblings did. So I grew up thinking that you should hide your feelings and deal with them on your own. All I really wanted at the time was someone to talk to me, to tell me that the pain would end, to give me a coping mechanisms, to handle the stress and encourage me to focus on my future while the present felt so bleak. This is what my mother needed too. She needed support to get through the divorce, to handle the stress, to handle the stress of all the finances and have someone to plan with, someone to plan to help her get out of the financial burdens that she felt stressed in, to help us heal, to help herself heal and deal with her own anger and frustration so that she could create a new life for herself and in creating a new life for herself would be able to better equip us to create new lives for ourselves. So that's why this is really important to me. And if you're struggling with any relationship breakdown difficulty or any divorce issue right now, and if you're not sure what you can do, then you're welcome to contact me through my website, which is www.purepeacecoaching.com, and we can set up a time to talk through and set some strategies about moving you forward. In summary, although divorce is always a difficult transition, the way parents handle it can greatly influence how well children can cope. Children need to be able to mourn the losses, freely express their feelings, and ask any questions. I also have another free gift on my ebook on my website, which is an ebook on helping your children through divorce. So if you go to www.purepeacecoaching.com and then click on Parenting and Divorce, you'll be able to download my free ebook, which is Protect Your Children Through Divorce and Avoid the Three Most Common Mistakes parents make. From my heart to yours, have a wonderful week and weekend ahead. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.